Jamesy. Three-part drama by John Casey. Part two. Well, if it isn't the bowl, Jamesy Malone. How are you, Terry? Here, I'll put you on a pint there. Good man yourself. So, any plans for the millennium, James? Christ. People need to realise that nothing will change. It's just another year ending. I should be good crack all the same. I'll probably be here propping up the bar like last New Year's. Dan seems to think we'll all get a clean sleigh at the stroke of midnight. Sure, they have fireworks and all sorts planned for town. I, I might head in myself. Then who will I toast the new century with? Jesus, there's not much in the way of fireworks here tonight. Fierce quiet. Oh, I don't know. I was talking to me sister Faye the other day and she tells me about a friend of hers from the shop called Christina O'Connell. Okay. Nice girl, mannerly, well read, you know? Yeah. So myself and Faye got to thinking, who would be good company for this perfectly nice young woman? I think I know where this is going. To cut a long story short, Christina sounded like a really nice person and, well, I took the liberty of asking her to the pub to meet you. Ah. Yeah, I know, I know, you're not comfortable with that sort of thing, but fuck it. You two seem like you could be a good fit. I came in for a quiet pint, Terry. I wasn't aware I walked onto the set of blind fucking date. Yeah, it's not a date. It's just an opportunity to have some interesting company for once. You can come in and talk shite with the lads at the bar tomorrow night, and, well, every night after that. Christ, Terry. I come straight from the farm. I'm not exactly dapper over here. Ah, calm down. Look, I've explained that you don't go on many dates, and, well, neither does she, as it happens. It's all very casual. You, you might even enjoy yourself. Now, look, I'll bring you over and introduce you, and, of course, I'll keep the booze flowing. She's here? Yes, come on. OK. But if this goes like I think it will, I will never darken the door of this pub again, Terry. Well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Christina, this is my good friend Jamesy I told you about. Hello, Jamesy. Nice to meet you. Pleased to meet you, Christina. I would have dressed up if I'd known I was going entertaining this evening. <laughs> well, Faye and Terry here thought that the element of surprise would add to the proceedings. I take it she's not going to be in. Eh, uh, no. I'll drop over that pint in a minute. Sit down there, Jamesy. All right. Sorry. Let me get this coat off. So you know Terry's sister, Faye? Yes, I work with her in the shop. You sell books, isn't it? Mm, books, stationery, board games, ah, the lot. Well, that's me Christmas shopping sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. You read much yourself? I do. I've been getting through a lot of biographies lately. Is that right? Like who? I read a good one on De Valera recently. Old Dev, huh? He was a cute whore by all accounts. Mm, that he was. He shook three times. Is that a fact? I'm more into the detective novels and the like. Oh, no way. I love a good whodunit. Really? Yeah. I seemingly inherited my mum's Agatha Christie collection years ago. I've read a lot of Hamlet and Chandler, but there's something about Agatha Christie's books that I find very appealing. You must watch a lot of um, Miss Marple and that when she's on television. Uh, now and again. I mainly enjoy the books. You can get immersed in them. The small details and the suspense of a story. They can take you out of yourself a bit, you know. And there are no ads every 15 minutes. I hear that. I'm into more modern stuff, the like of Walter Mosley. You ever read any of his stuff? Mm, I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar with his books. You'll have to recommend a few to me. 
And you, me? I'll make you a list of my top five. Oh, don't trouble yourself too much. Sure, I'll drop into the shop and you can steer me in the right direction. Hmm. Agreed. Will you have another drink? Yes. Go on, so. Two more, Terry. No, I'll get these. Your money's no good here. Ah, you sure? Yeah, of course. Put that away. Hmm. Thank you, Jamesy. Most generous of you. Don't mention it. You're not related to Jim McConnell by any chance. Big, tall fella. Blonde. I am, as it happens. Jim's my older brother. I thought I saw a family resemblance. I haven't run into him in the longest time. He used to be in here a good bit. Jim passed there about eight months back. Ah, oh, Jesus. That, that's awful. My condolences. I didn't hear a word about it. I would have attended a funeral if I'd known. It was a small affair. Family only, you know. That's shocking. If you don't mind me asking, was he ill long? Yeah, he was. Oh, Jim battled the drink for years. In the end, I guess he just gave into it. The best brother anyone could ask for, but in truth, he wasn't himself these last years. God, I'm sorry to hear that, Christina. My apologies if it seems like I'm being nosy. It's just, I like Jim a lot. A great guy for the stories and that, you know. Yeah, he was great when the mood took him. Now, a pint of Guinness and a G&T for the lady. Thanks, Terry. So, do you know Terry Long? Oh, yeah. Jesus, I've known Terry forever. We went to primary school together and St. Canis is there at the cross. That's been there since the beginning of time. True. We were there in the bad old days. <laughs> when the teachers would give you a wallop for looking sideways. Exactly. Myself and Terry were there when that kind of thing was accepted. He was always a bit of a header. Didn't mind as much as the rest of us, you know. He treated school as a bit of Irish and maths with plenty of bait and thrown in for good measure. But it didn't diminish his sense of fun. <laughs> He's a rarity, so... He is that. <laughs> we had this sadistic bastard of a teacher called Harry Waring. Kind of a big, heavy-set guy. Or He used to have us play this game of name that tune on Friday afternoons. We'd all have to sit and listen to him play this song on a tin whistle. And he would then pick one of us to come up and whisper dancer in his ear. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, great crack. If you gave him a wrong answer, you would get such a clatter. Jesus. It boggles the mind how these fucks were letting their children in the first place. Anyway, this game of name that tune inevitably ended with some poor so-and-so catching a baiting because Harry couldn't even play the fucking tin whistle in the first place. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you would be sitting there stiff with the fear while he murdered the classics. I can still feel the dread of him calling your name. Did he call your name? Oh, often. I got a few of them right through sheer luck, but even when you got them right, it seemed to piss him off. And God help the next person Harry called up. He sounds like a brute. He was. I remember one bitter cold winter's day. He took out the tin whistle and started playing some old forgotten trad song. When he finished, he called up his tiny girl from the back of the class to come whisper in his ear. And by some miracle of miracles, she managed to give him the correct answer and escaped a certain bit. Oh, good honour. Yes, and that obviously delighted Harry no end. 
Oh, I don't like where this is going. I know. So with that, Harry starts screeching his way through the next number. Some obscure piece that escapes me. When he was finished, he pints over near the window and through grit of teeth, he says, Terence Hennessy! Oh, no. <gasps> yeah. So poor Terry pushes back his chair real slow and makes his way to the top of the class. Oh, I don't want to hear this. Well, you're going to. This is what people do on dates, right? Tell stories. I suppose. Go on. So anyway, little Terry is at the head of the class, facing everybody as Harry demands an answer. Taking his time, Terry leans in slowly to Harry's ear and didn't say a word. He closes his eyes and steadies himself. Do you know what he did? No. What? He spat right into the brutes again. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I remember Harry's face turning to shock as Terry turned on his heel and made for the door. We all ran to the window to watch as Harry chased him across the schoolyard and out on the main road, screaming <laughs> bloody murder. How does the story not end with Terry's funeral? Oh, God. Terry said he hid in Peggy Scully's barn for hours in the freezing cold until he was safe to come out. So what happened? Did Harry come back and kill you or what? No. He didn't come back at all that day. So we just left like normal. Harry never laid a finger on Terry afterwards. Beat the rest of us, though. The experience certainly didn't rob Harry of his passion for baiting small children. I guess he saw Terry as unpredictable and just decided to leave him alone. Why weren't you all up spitting in his ear? <laughs> what, just drowning him in spit? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that would have done us any good. No, I guess not. Well, that's enough about my idyllic childhood. What do you be at when you're not slaving away in the shop? I love to get out walking. Out in nature, you know. Put yourself in the way of beauty, isn't that what they say? That's a new one to me now, but I certainly agree with the sentiment. I've always liked being out in the fresh air, getting the blood flowing. <laughs> well, I'm a farmer, as I'm sure you've guessed. Even as a child, I love being outside helping on the farm or doing God knows what. A proper country boy, I guess. <laughs> you always wanted to be a farmer? I didn't have much choice, truth be told. My father passed when I was 15, so I kind of took over a lot of the work he did. Oh. That's awful. Aye, but it was rough for a long time, but Mam always held it together. We'd have been rightly ruined if anything happened to her. Hmm. Good honour. She seems to have done a great job raising you, regardless. Oh, I don't know about that. If you'll excuse me, Jamesy, I'll be back in a minute. Oh, of course. <laughs> ah. Jesus, if my eyes don't deceive me, you're on a date and it's going middling to good. I'm as surprised as you are, Terry. I suppose an ambush was the correct course of action. <laughs> well, she is a dot, that one. She seems genuine, all right. And doesn't mind the rough edges, which is always refreshing. Oh, come off it. You're distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <clears throat> I, I leave you to it. So, what were we talking about? You being a proper country boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, as I was saying... <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> my mum kept the pet pig. Go on. Little Henry. She'd bat him in the sink like a baby. He would sit on her lap as she watched the news on the telly. Very docile creature, if I recall. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez, would you look at the time? I have to run, Jamesy. It was lovely talking to you. We must do it again sometime. Ah, would you not have another one for the road? No, I've an early start. Are you sure I can't twist your arm? No. (laughs) 
Do you not have an early start yourself? <sighs> I suppose I do. Well, you have my number, so give me a call or come by the shop and I'll pick out some good books for you. Yeah, of course. Be safe getting home now. Bye, Terry. Watch it on those roads, you. No showing off, okay? <laughs> good luck. But Jesus, Jamesy. We'll have to start calling you Rudolph Valentino from now on, what? Huh? I wished, <laughs> would you? That did go pretty well, I thought. The conversation flowed easy enough, but it could have gone the other way, and then what, Terry? But it didn't, Joel Egypt. Did she give you her number? Yeah. Well then, game ball. One for the road? No, I think I let off. An early start, as per usual. Grand. See you again tomorrow, I'm sure. Good luck. Come on, ma. Let me do that. Take a breather there. Here's a cup of tea for you and an old biscuit. Oh, now he's Mr. Greenfingers. I'm still trying to get the garden back to its former glory. Well, let me help you so. Fine. You can start with those weeds over there and work your way down around that border. Well, I hadn't planned on doing much, Nina. James Martin Malone. I'm only joking. I'll start over here. How are energy levels these times? Up and down. I have another appointment with the doctor this Friday. Oh, sure, I'll drop you in. Maybe we can get some plants while we're in town. Yeah, I, I want to get some butterfly bushes and hydrangeas. Some robust flowers to mix in with the more delicate ones. Hardy old flowers. A bit like yourself. Less chatting, more reading. Right, Char. Dan tells me he's got a job with Corcoran's Transport. The manager or something. He said he'll be moving into an apartment in town soon. Promoted from the Corcoran farm, huh? That's nice for him. So I'll be helping out less around here. If that were even possible. No begrudgery, James. Dan is your younger brother and is going his own way. You should be happy for him. You seem to be well able for the farm on your own. Being able and wanting to do something, ma, are not one and the same. You're still a young man. Why don't you do a course in your spare time? See what else is out there. You're not the first to say that, but I'm not sure that's the answer. I think that ship has sailed. Come off it, Jamesy. If I was your age, I would be getting out there seeing what's on offer. Just dive in, feet first, huh? And sure, why not? I'm not naive. I know I won't be around forever. When I'm gone, you and Dan are free to do what you want with this place. Will you stop talking like that for the love of God? It wasn't too long ago you were lying in bed and able to do anything and now you're out in the fresh air. So less of the morbid talk, please. Fine. You know I'm right, though. Yeah, ma. You're always right. Maybe when we're finished you can help me clean out the sheds, put in some fresh air. How does that sound? I'll stick to my gardening, thanks. <laughs> too much garden, if you ask me. It's a full-time job staying on top of it. Oh, your father used to say the same thing all the time. Well, perhaps he had a pint. But I love this garden. I always feel good when I'm out here. Well then, if it makes you happy, maybe it's a good thing it's so big. Very wise, James. Keep reading. Right, so... Busy in here tonight, Terry. The way I like it, Jamesy. A pint of your finest porter, my good man, and take one for yourself. Huh. I see someone's in a good mood. Yep, 
I'm here straight from the mart. It proved quite a financially rewarding experience for once. <laughs> Glad to hear that, Jamesy. So you're here to make us all jealous with your wads of cash. Well, that's basically it, yeah. Come here to me. Have you rang Christina yet? Uh, no. I've been meaning to call her, but your ma's always in the house, and I can't seem to find the right time. It's just a phone call, seeing how she is. You're not breaking bad news, for fuck's sake. I know, but I'm not great on the phone. I'm more of a face-to-face type. <laughs> and even that isn't great. <laughs> Hilarious. But probably somewhat true. Some sort of do going on in there. No, that's Bill Corcoran and a few of his cronies having a poker game. Is that a fact? Didn't know you had that sort of thing in here. Well, to be honest with you, it's not something I like to advertise. I get you. So, uh, any chance I can join in? How long were the playing? Well, the game started about an hour ago, but it's probably a bit rich for your blood. Ah, come on. What are the playing? Five-card draw, but it's a minimum 500 to play, and, well, they'll all be playing much deeper than that. Leave it, Jamesy. It's not worth it. I'll let you know if there's a softer game coming up. I'll be broke, then. Have a word and get me a seat. I'll play very snug. Yeah, but what if you lose, Jamesy? I'll be the arsehole who told you about in the first place. I forgive you in advance. Now, come on. Okay, okay. Wait there. Right, I've had a word, and they're okay with it, but don't be an idiot. Thanks, Terry. How are you getting on, lads? Well, Jamesy, how's tricks? I can't complain. You? Taking over, Jamesy, taking over. There's a seat for you here. Now hold on while I get you some chips. <coughs> 500, Jamesy? Ah, that'll get me started anyway. Are you all good for drinks, lads? Now that's a good question, Terry. Will you have a drink, Jamesy? No, thanks. I have a full pint already. A real drink, Jamesy. Terry, guess a bottle of Bushmills. The good 16-year-old stuff. Any objections? No, we're no. good. And six glasses. Be back in a minute. Seems only right, don't you think? Tell me, Jamesy, have you played much straw lately? That's just like riding a bike, Bill. So we playing or what? Well, you heard the man. Auntie's in. Auntie's in, Jamesy. All right. Just throw in one of the green ones, Jamesy. How much are they worth? Twenty big ones. Of course, if the stakes are a bit too high, you can always head into town, see if there's some penny ante games going. Uh... <laughs> no. This game suits me just fine. Raise it up. 50 more to play. Now that's what I want to hear. You heard them, lads. 50 more to play. Well, it's up to you, Jamesy. I know. I'm thinking. No shame in letting this one go. You can walk away now and still have a few bob to be getting on with. Be quiet. I'm just saying to give some thought. If you lose this pot, I don't think there's anything else left in that envelope you came in with. Sometimes it's just not your night, you know. You got unlucky in a few pots, but no need to lose your entire tank. I'm trying to think. A little respect, please. If that's not too much to ask. Quite right. My apologies, Jamesy. You take all the time you need. Fuck it. I call. I have two pair... Yes, isn't it? No good, I'm afraid. 
I have three sixes, Jamesy. Fuck. Every hand. That's poker, Jamesy. You win some, you lose some. You are one lucky smug prick, Bill Corcoran. It's only money, Jamesy. Don't take it personally. Go fuck yourself, Bill. Here, have your whiskey back. Hey, hey, hey what? Terry! Get him out of here and get me a towel. Jamesy, what's going on in here? Don't worry, I'm leaving. I can't say I care for the company. Come on. Get your hand off me, Terry. I knew your father, Jamesy. Now that man had class. I can see it wasn't hereditary in your case. Who do you think you are? Talking to me like that. I'll crack your fucking jaw. Get him over here for Christ's sake. Fuck you. Oh, come on, Jamesy, leave it. Let go of me. Would you lower your voice for God's sake? That's not the way to do things, Jamesy. Not smart. They were cheating me in there. They weren't doing anything of the sort. They're decent guys and they pay me to use that room. You're hammered and you can't play properly. I warned you not to play in the first place. Piss off, Terry. Why are you taking their side anyway? It's nothing to do with sides. I vouched for you and you made me look like a wanker. Perhaps it's best if you don't come in for a while. Fine, I won't. I don't need to give you any more fucking money anyway. It's for the best. Be careful getting home, will you? Piss off. Christina. Yes. Who's this? Oh, it's Jamesy from the night. Hi, Jamesy. It's a bit late for phone chat. I was actually asleep. Is everything okay? I just wanted to give you a ring because I hadn't got around to it and didn't want you to think I was avoiding it. I wasn't thinking that, but maybe it'd be better to ring during the day in the future. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cause any any offence, Christina. It's fine. It's just that I have to work tomorrow and I need my sleep, you know? I know, yeah. It's just, it's just in the house this night and I thought we had a nice time there the other night. Yes, that we did, but maybe we can discuss this another night, huh? I know it's a bit late, but, you know, I just thought I'd ring and say hello because... Guess you thought I was avoiding you or what have you? No, I don't think that, but I'm going to have to let you go. I thought you had a nice face and nice eyes. <laughs> okay, I'm hanging up now, Jamesy. Best get yourself to bed. I was playing poker, you see. Lost some money. Sorry to hear that. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Hello? <gasps> Hello? Oh, you're awake. Didn't make it as far as the bed this time, huh? What time is it? Never mind <coughs> the time. What were you fucking thinking last night? Oh, jeez. Christina. What are you talking about? Bill Corcoran was on to me this morning. Said you lost your bollocks in a poker game. Correction, his poker game in Hennessy's last night. Oh, fuck. Yeah, all coming back to you now, is it? He told me you lost two grand in that game. And not only that, you had to be restrained having thrown a glass of whiskey in Bill's face. Is that how it is now? I get a job and move out and you just decide to turn into a complete joke. You're not content messing up your life with the drink. You have to throw gambling into the mix too. Look, it wasn't just like that. I got unlucky and Bill was being a prick, so don't I start- I don't give a flying fuck if he was dealing from the bottom of the deck and everybody was in on it. I'm the one who has to face him today and apologise on your behalf for the umpteenth fucking time. Oh, I'm sorry I'm such a source of inconvenience for you, Dan. Bill showed himself to be the boorish prick he is last night. End of. Now get out of my way, I need a cup of tea. You think because you had a few quid in your pocket you were the same as those men? You are a fucking lost cause, Jamesy. A joke of a man. Not even a man at all. Back off, Dan. With pleasure. The smell of drink off you is sickening. I won't mention this to Mum. I'll let her hang on to whatever it is she sees in you. I'll take her to church. You go get yourself cleaned up, for God's sake. Idiot! I understand. I'll get our things together and we'll head in, so... Thanks, Doctor. Goodbye. Just got off the phone with the doctor there, ma. I'm going to drop you into the hospital now, okay? Let's get you set. Okay. Pass me my good robe. This one? No, the cream one there. That's it. Also, where are my spare glasses? You never know, I might need them. I've packed them already, ma. Pack that nice blanket you got me last Christmas. This hospital can get a hold. You'll be comfortable, Ma. Don't worry, okay? Right. Are we nearly ready? Yeah. Sure I can drop in anything you missed. Be a dear and help your mother to the car. No problem. Easy does it. Nice and slow. I have your bags. Will Elaine be at the hospital? I'm not sure, Ma. I know she works there from time to time, so hopefully she'll be in to see you. Nice woman. Very Jackine. <laughs> she certainly is that. Nice, that is. We're here, Ma. There's a nice lady coming out to help you to your bed. I'll get the door for you. Okay, James. Take good care of her, okay? She's a delicate flower, this one. Stop! Oh, she'll be very comfortable. Plenty of nice visitors and good programmes on the telly to watch. 
Doesn't that sound nice, Ma? Yes. Who doesn't like being waited on hand and foot? Exactly. Sure, here's Dan, your first visitor, and you're not in the place two minutes. There you are, ma'am. How are you feeling? Tired. Let me get settled in here and you can tell me all your news. Come on, Anne. We'll take you to your cosy new bed. See you shortly, lads. I'll be in in a minute, ma'am. Dan? Jamesy? Haven't seen you in a while. Wreck any good poker games lately? Well, piss off, Dan. It's been weeks and you've barely acknowledged me when you've been over. Well, you fucked up royally. Again. So excuse me if I wasn't up for a chat. Look, I'm sorry I put you in that spot. But the fact remains that Bill provoked me. The fat prick. Call the two grand you lost a wake-up call, Jamesy. You can't behave like that. I don't care who's involved. I know. Again, I'm sorry. Fine. We'll say no more about it. Agreed. So, so when am I getting an invite to this plush new apartment of yours? Plush? I don't know about that. It has furniture and carpet. Now that is plush. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, is she eating okay? She looks a bit wan. Uh, A bit here and there. Uh, Hopefully they'll get her fed properly in here. Hopefully. It's not a good sign though, Jamesy. What's that? Mum in hospital again. She's not that long out of the place. Ah, she'd be fine. She's a trooper. But she mightn't, Jamesy. Just bear that in mind. What's with all this negative bullshit? Mam's in the best place for her now, and they're going to make sure she gets better. Okay. I'm serious, Dan. She'll be home before long. I see her every day. I know she's strong enough to beat this. I know. I know. Do ya? But it doesn't sound like it's me. You're right. I should be more positive. Sorry. Are you all right? Your jaw's looking a bit swollen. Oh, this toothache's been coming on me the last couple of days. I'll get some Panadol for it. Okay. Well, I'm going to head in. Are you hanging around? No, I have a few bits to get in town. Grant. See you after. Hey, yeah. How are you? Guinness cans. Just to the right there. Oh, I see them. Anything else? Yeah, yeah. I love a bottle of Bushmills. Here you go. No, I'll take a bottle of the um, the 16 year there, please. Oh, um, 72.50. Grant, I think that's it. John Joe, isn't it? No, James is my name. There's the 72.50. You have a brother, Dan. He's working over in Corcoran's transport there. That's correct. Here you go. I'm in a bit of a rush. You do know anything for the millennium? What? No. Just the cans and the whiskey and I'll be on my way. A bottle of sherry every Christmas. Excuse me? Your ma, she comes in for a bottle of sherry every Christmas. She's a nice lady. Yeah, I believe she does. Will she be in this year? Listen, why don't you shut your beak and let me be on my way, yeah? (laughs) Rude fucker. None of your fucking business, you know, this stupid little rip. Ah. Okay, now. Hmm. 
Ah, the boss. Working on the highway, laying down the black top. Working on the highway, all day long, I don't stop. Working on the highway, do 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 Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck, I hit someone. Oh, God. What have we fucking done? <laughs> A bag of cement. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, Jamesy, huh? Lucky, lucky. <laughs> Woo! Say, look, my money, and I put it all away. I want to see your daddy, but we didn't have much to say. Song, can't you see that she's just a little girl? She don't know nothing about the school. This programme was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.